0: From the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook. We're Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com Or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today.
1: Good Thursday afternoon, folks, or good morning, good evening, whatever time of day it is. And a welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded. And uh, hey, it's been a long week this week. For anybody who's ever been to Maui uh, or been to the town of Lahaina, it's been decimated by fire. Uh, I've been absolutely mortified by seeing those images. It is one of these places on the planet that I find to truly be... Uh, uh, a jewel beyond uh, comparison and a, and a jewel that uh, I, I'm not sure how they will re- rebuild it. I don't know if they can keep the charm and the character of, of the, the century of, of, of whaling uh, that occurred there and the old boardwalk and the old buildings. And the, the Hawaiian people, uh, the people of Hawaii, their, their capital, the capital of the Hawaiian Islands, the capital of King Kamehameha, who united and brought all of the hawaiian islands together under under one rule Uh, again it's it's heart-wrenching and and unbelievable to see and hear what has gone on Uh, and yet if you've ever been to hawaii and really drove through there it is a desert on that side of the island and uh, the grasses that were originally planted 150 years ago for cattle when when Europeans came to the islands so that they would have beef to eat uh, those grasses spread and they have spread like wildfire without pineapple plantations, without the sugar plantations and so as those grasses have spread it is and it was the perfect storm waiting to happen and so and unfortunately there's been a lot of loss of life so my heart goes out to the Hawaiian people, it goes out to the All the people of of Maui and especially the people of Lahaina who are now left uh, scratching their heads and and, and trying to figure out what to do next. I I can't imagine. So uh, today we're going to, with those words said, we're we're, going to continue on with our discussion about narcissism. And we're going to continue on with uh, me laying out one staggering uh, statistical fact. In the general population, uh, less than 1% of people can actually be truly diagnosed as narcissistic. That's right straight from American Psychiatric Association that puts out the DSM. It is statistically less than 1% of the population. That means about 10 people in 1,000 that you know really well uh, would possibly... Not necessarily, but possibly be, uh, be able to be diagnosed as narcissistic. And so, again, one of the things I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to give some information so that if you're going to call somebody narcissistic, understand it is a pop psychology catch-all for, for all people you don't like. It isn't necessarily uh, truly that they are narcissistic or diagnosed, diagnosable as uh, being narcissistic so just think about that when when we are talking about narcissism when we are talking about the people in our lives right we're talking about embarrassment we're talking about being in relationships that have embarrassed us because we made choices and we missed the red flags we missed the the love bombing we missed the things that that we should have seen and sometimes we throw away relationships because we are so desperately looking for that narcissistic trait or that love bombing or the delusion of grandeur or the other things that make us what we are. That feels warmer, sleeping here alone. Folks, that is, of course, Kelly Clarkson. That line in that song, "The bed feels warmer when I'm sleeping here alone, has got to be one of the most beautiful, powerful statements that if a friend of mine came up to me and said, I'm I'm out of this relationship because now that they're gone, my bed actually feels warmer. That would actually say more to me than the fact that you're telling me that they're narcissist. The reason why is because if you look up the Oxford Dictionary, if you look up the definition of narcissist in the Oxford Dictionary, high level of admiration of themselves. These are people who are looking for a lot of admiration, a lot of of self-importance. Ironically, folks, the exact same dictionary, delusion of grandeur, a false impression of one's own importance. Delusions of grandeur is a false impression of one's own importance. narcissist high level of admiration of themselves high level of admiration again you want to say something to me that really truly is going to impact me and really truly tell me a story the bed feels warmer now that i'm sleeping in it alone man that is a powerful statement i don't know who wrote that song this is kelly clarkson version of it uh But I'll tell you, from the time I heard that song, from the time I heard that line, it has just rung true for me over and over and over. I always think it's funny. I hear people who slam me for being married a few times and being a therapist. Well, me being a therapist has nothing to do with how many times I've been married. My personal life is about the fact that I have a tolerance and I apparently do not necessarily take the time to see the red flags. So just think about this. Where am I going with this today? We're talking about the whole idea of being embarrassed and because we're embarrassed, we have to sit there and we have to, we have to label them with a mental health disorder. We can't just say it didn't work. We can't just say, oh my word, I got to move on. No, we have to come out because we're going to sound powerful when we say that person is a narcissist. I talked to a lady last week. Her daughter-in-law's a narcissist. Her son's a narcissist. One of her grandkids is a narcissist. Their friends are narcissists, narcissist. Her dentist is a narcissist. I'm like, wow, what is the statistical probability? And she's just, no, they are all entitled. They all feel that they have this this entitlement. That does not make them a narcissist. It makes them entitled. The reason why I'm doing this is because, again, I want to boil away this need from trying to label people with mental health challenges, because it's actually a little bit disrespectful to the actual narcissist who actually walks through the door and says, I've been told I'm a narcissist and and I don't like it and I want to change my world. And it's like, okay, well, well, dude, everybody today's a narcissist. Well, but that's what I've been told by everybody is I'm narcissistic. I have this severe mental health challenge. I'm narcissistic. The reason, again, why I'm doing this is to try to get people to get away from these labels. I, I just don't want to be in a relationship because it just doesn't work. The chemistry is wrong. The The outlying goals are wrong. the The desire that we have to be in each other's worlds are wrong. They they don't work. They don't work for each of us. They they don't make this a good thing. That's that's why we're doing this. That is truly why we're doing this. Because what this is is honest to goodness the struggle of humanity And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you folks to get away from the labels. The reason why this is Black Sheep Rebranded is because we get labeled so often because we're slightly different. We go to the beat of our own drum. I remember a guy back years ago, and he put ketchup on everything. He put ketchup, literally, he put ketchup on his cereal. Uh, Honest to goodness, he'd eat Cheerios, and he'd put ketchup on it. He'd put ketchup on steak. He'd put ketchup on his potatoes, on his vegetables. he put ketchup literally on everything. Heinz ketchup out there. He is putting ketchup on absolutely everything. And and that's the only type of ketchup he liked was Heinz. He went out with this lady. This lady made him this incredible meal. She worked all day, marinated the steaks. She did this big magic to, to pull this meal together. When she saw what he did, she started to cry, became unconsolable, and asked him to leave. Today, he would likely be considered a narcissist because he wanted to catch up on everything. He had the self-importance and the delusion of grandeur that he knew the best way for him to eat his food. no. He just thought that, you know what, this is how he likes it. And this is this is the way that his mom got him to eat food when he was a kid. And he just got used to doing it. And he just loved ketchup on everything. And I remember the very first time him ever eating. And, and I was with him. And he had some fish and chips. And, he, he, and I said, have you ever had fish or french fries without ketchup? He said, no. I said, try it. Just see just put some salt on the fries. Just see what they taste like. And so, as it turns out, he preferred those particular french fries without the ketchup. But the fish, he still wanted after tasting the fish without the ketchup, he still wanted the ketchup on the fish. Most people listening to this are gonna go, What? No way. You put ketchup on the french fries, not on the not him. That's a personal choice. That's not a choice of entitlement. That's not a choice of anything else. But this lady that he was he was going out with, he'd gone out with her for a few months. And like I said, she's like, I'm going to make you this amazing meal. And so she worked all day and she went out and bought these steaks. And like I said, she got a special recipe to marinate them all up. And he just, can I have some ketchup? And he just lathered her all up with ketchup like he always does. Today. Well, what would that person be called today? And this is why I want people to get away from inappropriately mislabeling themselves or mislabeling other people and just say, look, maybe I just don't like you. Maybe I just don't want to be with you as much as I'm with you. Maybe I'm getting overloaded from COVID and having... You know, people come into my life and they've never left since COVID because working from home, there's no break. Now everybody's a narcissist. And I've gotten some feedback from from the the earlier show this week where again, people are saying, oh my word. But they have to be narcissists. Like I said, less than 1% of the population So you go out there, you find a thousand people that you know really, really, really well, really well. Perhaps at most 10 of those people may be diagnosable as being narcissistic. And so again, it's being used as this catch-all that's thrown around that, that truly does not have the merit and the weight that it should have. Over my lifetime, people have been writing songs about breaking up, been writing songs about getting on with their life. That those words again stronger than it was saying by Kelly Clarkson. The bed is warmer since I'm sleeping here by myself. Powerful, powerful statement. I had a client years ago and she would say to me, but Rick, and it would be this, this strained, but Rick. And then I would be told how bad this person was. And I would say to them, perhaps you shouldn't be in a relationship with them. Perhaps you should reconsider it since they don't want to change anything in in their world. And the fact is, but it was, But Rick, but truly, but Rick. But Rick. And I would be told over and over and over how bad this person was, how selfish they were, how mean they were. And then lo and behold, yes, then one day she said, I finally figured out what's wrong with him. He's a narcissist. And I said, Okay, and what should we do with that? Well, I now know what's wrong with them. The bottom line is she was embarrassed. Earlier today, talking to a client, mortified, embarrassed, been married a couple times, is scary to tell people that this relationship has also ended. Not because of anything that she's done. But because of those words. Loving you is not the right thing to do for me. This song by Fleetwood Mac, Go Your Own Way, written by band member Lindsey Buckingham, released in 1977, is about a breakup with Stevie Nicks. again folks you can go your own way you can divide this you can go whatever way you want it to go and you can this version this 1997 live version that that's playing in the background here yeah you watch the video for this that is a band that has performed this and they are simply going through the rhythm most of them don't have smiles most of them don't have a lot of enthusiasm they're putting it all into the words and into the songs don't t- don't right like they know where the where the high notes need to be they're putting it all in but to me it's become routine for them because they've sang it so often that is not what love should be what love should be is wanting to bring it Watch this video. The drummer? Oh my, man, that dude is still loving this song. The rest of them? There's not not these, oh my word, passion. It's, this is a song that we can do almost like a robot. I love this song. I do, I absolutely love this song. I love the story behind this song. I love the reason why it was written. But the fact is, folks, and I mean this sincerely. For millennia, people have been breaking up. For millennia, people have been going their own way. And they've been coming stronger for doing it. We do not need to go out there and label every single person and say, Now that I've labeled them, I can fix them and they will maybe love me. And that is so often what is underlying within this narcissistic tone of life today. I've labeled them, I've figured it out, now I'm gonna convince them to love me. No! I'm gonna convince them to love me the way that they need to love me. I remember a lady telling me, I know he will be more comfortable wearing shorts. The guy said, I'm 50, I've never owned a pair of shorts my entire life. And she's like, but I can't go to the beach with you. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed walking down the beach with you in short, in in long pants. He's he's like, I'll go fishing with you. I'll go to the beach. I'll go do whatever. But I'm not wearing a pair of shorts. It's just not what I do. She said to me, he's narcissistic because he wouldn't wear shorts. No, has nothing to do with shorts, has nothing to do with that. What it has to do with is he had a preference for how he wanted to live that was different than hers. And because it was different, it was seen as him being narcissistic. No, he had a lot of insecurities. And even when in a session we talked out the insecurities about wearing shorts and his legs and how he thought his legs looked... She still insisted that, that no, it was not that at all. What it was, was the fact that he was a narcissist. He didn't care about her happiness. It's amazing when you think about it, high level of admiration of themselves. The person who was telling me he was narcissistic for not wanting to wear shorts. Was she not demonstrating narcissistic traits? Because she was saying, I know better than you how you will feel in something. I didn't label her as a narcissist. I didn't label her as anything. What I said was just because you have a thought and you have a desire does not make it correct. You need to actually listen to your partner And understand that your partner could and likely will have different ideas than you. That does not make them a narcissist. It makes them a free, independent human being. So again, folks, I highly encourage you. Try really hard to get away from these labels. Get away from this need to figure out. I'm a mental health worker. I have to figure these things out. I have to have a bit of an idea of how do I how do I you know make this stuff happen. You know, the, the the theory of change psychologically. I have to understand that is the person contemplating change or not? And I have to let it be when they don't want to. I can't make what I think would be good for them good for them. I can't do that. Neither can you. So again. The whole point of this thing is please step back from these labels truly and just accept that sometimes we're going to make bad decisions, we're going to marry people, and then we're going to find out stuff and we're going to go, oh my dear God. Honest to God, true story. I remember going out with a lady and she said to me, Uh, I think it was the second time I'd I'd met her. She said, "I, I, I see what you do for a living. I see that you do presentations. I see all this stuff. I want you to know there is a really good chance that somewhere on the Internet are videos of me doing things I would not want people to see. I certainly wouldn't want my family to see it. But I was young and this is what I did. And I said, cool. The reason why that relationship didn't flourish is because I said to her, Where's your mindset at today regarding doing those things? She said, Oh, I'd do them all again today. She said, I would just hope they wouldn't be videotaped. And I said, Well, what if they were videotaped? She said, I'd live with the consequences. That's why that didn't work. I accepted it. There are no labels. Free people, free choice. No labels need to be thrown on anybody. All that it was was one person's idea versus another person's idea of what was truly sacrilegious, what was truly important for a couple. I have my ideas of what I need personally. She had her ideas, of what she needed personally. They conflicted. We went separate ways. I I wish her an an amazing life. So please, folks, listen to this. Send me your thoughts. Always look forward to reading them. Y'all have yourself an absolutely wonderful day. And again, thanks for tuning in. And send out some prayers for those folks at Lahaina and all of the people of the Hawaiian Islands as they try to grasp their ideas and their concepts of, of this mass destruction. Take care, folks. Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our our listeners from around the world. We cannot thank you enough. And so please, again, for those who are struggling with mental health, please reach out and and talk to somebody. Hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some, some ways to approach life a little bit differently. For the people who are simply enjoying the show, we appreciate those people as well. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on social media, follow us on uh, wherever you can find us. And and yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, we can't do this show without you, and we can't thank you enough for it. And also just keep in mind, the show is proprietary, so... All the ideas uh, generated in this show and and the concepts that are are out there are ours. And uh, so please, respect them, respect yourselves, respect the planet, and uh, respect each other. Have yourselves a wonderful day. And again, thank you very much for tuning in to Black Sheep. And uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.